let me encourage you all. Choose a word that is borderline challenging. Yeah. Choose a word that there is some pruning and some work at it. Choose a word that is stretching your mind, but most importantly, stretching your 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 heart out mm. of comfort and that you would use this word to exalt God in whatever way he has you to. I think it's a great theme, um, a great way as you begin this next year, as we finish up uh, a pad- podcast for this year, look for a great one word to set up for the rest of this year for you. I'm your host, PJ Weary, here with my co-host. Dad, dad of PJ and dad of Drew and husband. We're doing this a second time, folks, because I said wife, husband of Lisa. So here I am. There, there you. you are. Pete Weary, defender of righteousness, uh, yes. guardian of the faith. The side today, we're going to talk about uh, as we look at the new year. Prepping, prepping for that new year. Uh, coach, explain this whole process of having one word for the year, kind of a focus point. All Am right, I correct? This is, yeah, this is really good. So um, in 2012, I'm at the Final Four, and I see this book. And actually, folks, I don't know if you'll ever see this, but if you look on YouTube, it's uh, one word that will change your life. John Gordon, Dan Britton, uh, Dan works, uh, John Gordon's a speaker. Dan Britton works for the FCA and Jimmy Page. I can't remember what Jimmy Page does, but Jimmy Page, we all know the other Jimmy Page. Didn't he play guitar for... Led Zeppelin. Or, I think it might be a different Jimmy Page, it but is. you know. It is. So anyhow. Um, not quite as exciting. So that one word that will change your life, many of you are going what that one word is. Well, the interesting thing is it's your word. And what they have said, and they did this, I would encourage you to get this book, read it if you can before the new year. All right. Or if you just start the new year, you could do this. Okay. You choose one word as your theme for the year. So I got this book in 2012, Joining Nations of Coaches in 2013. And I'm going through it, preparing. And so for, can I do this? This is crazy. Oh, no, I love it. Yeah. 2013, my one word was provider or provide, because that's what we were going to have to see God do as we were starting our new ministry. Then God provided all we needed, which is unbelievable, folks. We went from 0% to 100% because God is big. And so the next year was exalt. We were going to exalt him in our ministry, exalt him in our family. Then Nations of Coaches is growing, so I'm like, okay, we're going to expand. We're going to work on expanding our walk, expanding our opportunity. Then it started to grow so fast we couldn't control it. So my next word the next year, I think this is 2016, was simplify. Then 2017, balance was too easy a word, so I went with symmetry. Okay, I thought that was pretty good. (laughs) Then the next year was, okay, we're, we're in the thick of this stuff, resolve. Then I wanted to really, the next year, the Lord was impressing upon my heart to value others. And then I wanted to, on 2020, rise. I wanted to rise. It it was really interesting that the word was rise, rise above COVID, rise above all the fray of politics, just rise above it. Yeah. And then um, last year, I actually uh, broke a rule and I had really two words, embrace and focus, but really embrace was my word. I'm going to embrace whatever God brings. And as I prepare for 2000, 
And 21, folks, I've already thought about, I want to invest. As we, I'm turning 60, I want to continue to invest in my marriage, continue to invest in my family, and continue to invest in relationships. I want to begin to invest better in the future because financially we'll be in a different spot and you know, uh, retirement's not that far away, which is bizarre for me to even verbalize. Yeah. But what it is, is you take, and this book explains how to do it. You take and you look at, you ask God, and it take time with this, like, What's one word, God, you want me to cling to this year as I walk through the year? I actually have it scroll on my computer, and I, I write it down. I, um, from last year, I have a little sheet that talks about this. So um, uh, I'm actually put out the 2022 one, uh, invest, but embracing and focus is written down. So that's the idea. Um, and I'm you know, curious because, uh, PJ, have you ever done this? I have not. Okay. So, folks, once again, I am with the Padawan. I have this great privilege. Um, the apprentice. Uh, please call me Obi-Wan. All right. Uh, but I really, I mean, and so tell me, uh, folks, I'm gonna, I, we're going to do this. I, this is totally, I had a friend ask me, do you guys script this? And if you pay attention to our podcast, I don't mean this to disrespect my friend. I don't know how you would think we script it because sometimes we're, you know, bouncing hither and thither. Um, but, to and fro. Yes. Here's what I would ask you. And this is really interesting because I don't know where this will go. As your mind tries to stop in the midst of a podcast and you think about the different challenges, the different uh, things that you're uh, balancing and working through and um, that affect your spirit and your mind and your heart, uh, can you stop and reflect for a second and maybe even share some of those because that's part of what you'll need to do to find your word. I'm sh sorry. Share some of those. What? Like what, what's going on in what's your heart, going in my, my heart, your mind. And so that may help you because folks, I'm going to say this and so I'll, I'll give you time to think. Yeah. yeah but yeah. one of the reasons I'm choosing invest, well, go ahead. I'm turning to it's 2021 and I'm turning 60 years old. Yeah. How do I want to invest the rest of my life? That has been very real to me as I turn 60. Go ahead. Yeah, it's kind of cool if you think of it in terms of life. I think you're entering like the the fall, the autumn of your life, which is the time of great harvest. Um, oh, I thought the leaves fell like off that. and I die, <laughs> which is why we moved in with you. But yeah. go ahead. <laughs> no, I, I did want to ask you, how do you choose the one word? What's the process? Because it does seem like it, it, does it have to be a verb? No, it, I, I don't think it does. I think a verb is good. So what, what they talk about in the book is the power of one word, the one word process where you prepare your heart to look in, discover a word so you're looking up, live your word so you're looking out. So the one word process, they talk about it. And I'll, I'll you know, folks, get the book. And I want to give these guys a great shout out. It's a great, um, great tool. But they want you to look out, look in, and look up. But it really begins by looking in. Prepare your heart, look up, <coughs> discover, and then... Try to look out so you can see how you can live it. So you really got to, there's some introspection. That's why I even asked yeah. to help you choose your one word. And I don't think we can do that today. Maybe you can. Maybe you can say, Dad, I've had a revelation just doing a podcast with you as we are doing one word. My one word is podcast. No, <laughs> okay. um, uh, I, I did have a word, but I'm still batting it back and forth before well, I decide on it. I think part of it is I feel so much pressure about deciding for the whole year. And so I've been... 
I normally end up writing like a list of goals instead of doing one word, but I think there's some value there. I, I have a word that's come to mind. What word is that? Roots. Okay. Um, I feel that need to continue to dig into uh, not just my past, um, both personally and culturally, but to dig deep enough that I find the good things, right? Uh, I think uh, as a culture, we're dealing with a lot of negative things from our past. And I think our way forward is to find the good things from our past that can help, like as we prune off the bad, that we can dig deeper roots where it's good. Um, and then uh, we just moved here. Mm-hmm. And we just moved in with you. Right. Uh, well, actually, I, th- I feel like we moved in with you because you have 2,500 square feet. We have 700. I mean, if I don't necessarily think of it that way, but sure. The, um, <laughs> I did think, I, I think of that space as your space really, you know, okay. um, especially I, it brings my heart a lot of joy when I see you and mom out in the back porch, the, the, the root side of it, of putting down roots. Yes. I'm feeling that a lot from my boys. We didn't get to talk about this in the, uh, lessons for teenagers, but every time you move, there are a lot of. Uh, and they don't even that could be a whole word, podcast, but there, there are costs to moving. Yes. There are costs. People that, would just think about in terms of dollar bills and how like their, their work. And it, there's so much cost when you move. When you talk about mentoring manhood and maturity, there is cost to moving. And some people out there would, that I know that may even be listening to these that may, maybe I feel like I've, I don't want to use the word let down, although I think or hurt for sure. Cause we moved. Yeah. Okay. Now the truth is, and for what I did as a youth pastor, we didn't move a lot. Okay, I was 11 years in Connecticut. The three years in Ocala were supposed Different to be thing. Yeah. were supposed to be a, a times of transition, taking care of um, your mom's mom. All right, right. Um, and we did that, and it was great. And when Michel Walker, we were there five years. Yeah. Which for some youth pastors, that's a long time. But and I actually had offers before that, and p- people in Michel Walker might know that, might not know that. But I even said no at first. And I literally went in to see the pastor and said, I feel like it's time for me to step away. Actually, what I said is I'm sick of filling water balloons. I think I was just 41 years old. Yeah. And about being, and we were talking about being the evangelism and discipleship pastor, yeah. which was a strength. And it was all going yeah. on. And less than a month later, I got the phone call to be the dean of students. Right. And then you were up there for nine years. Right. And, and this is my- nations of coaches for nine years. This is eight and a half. I'll be nine years in yeah. May. But that's not about one word, but it is because I think what you just said, your word, you're pr- contemplating is roots. And someone said, well, that's not a verb, whatever. But there's, when you reflect on your roots, the root being rooted and built up in, in, in who Christ is, yeah. the roots of building and establishing a community here, which I know is what to you? Important. What? Oh, yeah. You don't even use that word. You'll say, dad, it's huge for me. Yeah. You'll use... Like obviously that's similar to important, but there's no no, no it, I, I your voice always stresses this incredible passion to impact a community. Well, a large part of the reason we're at the church we're at is because they have got they have guys who've been there for decades, which is really an incredible thing. Like pastors have been there for decades. Like they've now have a pastoral intern who grew up 
at that church being mentored by the guy who's still uh, the pastor. There. Why did you choose that church too? I mean, there was some discussion here. We don't need to yeah. get the, the yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but, we like we're Presbyterian because uh, there is a respect for tradition and for history. Yeah. But why else did you choose that church? Because you were looking at a different church. Because we wanted to, we wanted to go to church with you guys, right, and that we, was one that fit for both of us. Right. It was a. Ha- and I'm careful. Like roots fit a lot of things here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, honestly, we could end the podcast. We just help PJ find his one word. If folks, you I'm take, fulfilled. I <laughs> am fulfilled. I guess what I want you all to get across is: Do you understand, folks? As we talk about this word, think where you're at emotionally, spiritually. Familial, vocationally, non-vocationally, or avocationally, things that you like to do outside. And find a word where you will say, this is where I want to go with uh, my growth this year, especially in your walk with God. Because even what you said about community, church, your home, the word roots, you're dealing with spiritual aspects of who you are. When I talk about investing, I feel a, a great burden. Probably, you're, you know, your mom's uh, pretty much um, very uh, easy to please in this way. But I feel a huge responsibility as a man, as the protector and the provider to make sure we have something for the future. Yeah. So I want to invest financially. But the bigger one, and it is my burden, it is my tension, <laughs> and it's your tension. And that's why we're doing manhood, maturity, and mentoring in Christ, is that I would invest in people. Yeah. A.K.A. you, your brother, yeah, um, your wife, your unbelievably two good-looking grandkids. Oh, your kids, my grandkids. Um, I, I'm going to invest in my marriage. I'm going to invest in you guys. I want to invest in my ministry. I, I, coaches, minds invest. Well, and not to get like... Uh... I've always loved the word saccharine for like overly sweet, sentimental, that kind of thing. But I mean, really, I... Whether the podcast takes off monetarily, you can't, that can't be your mission in life for doing something. And the reason that I was like, this is the right podcast to do for us is because I know that it fits your passion to invest. Yeah, I think it's it's true because it fits our um, passion, maybe persona too. Like this is what, that's honestly what you, you know, folks, you might not know this, but uh, Becky posted this on Facebook today on Thanksgiving. It was, uh, I would encourage you if you're friends with Becky Sue Weary to read it. If if uh, you need to become friends with her, please, you know, let that do, do it because I I liked it. And then I made a comment. I don't know if you can see it off of mine, but PJ came with a seven page proposal uh, over a year ago. And yesterday we sat at the dinner table for generations Ken and Carolyn turn my, uh, you know, earthly parents, obviously my wife and I, Lisa, then we have PJ and Becky, and then you have Finn and Soren. And that was part of his proposal that these are our strengths. And, and, and as Becky said in it, she just was so articulate in it. Basically she just said, this is not what she thought her home would be. It's way much better. And what she means by that is folks, uh, as we talk about one word, my son desires strong roots. That's his word for this year. It can't change it now. Yeah, it's uh, it's over. Like uh, <laughs> my words invest. Those things are being played out. Then that's why I would encourage you all as you think about the word. Don't choose some word and go. Okay, that's what I'm going to do. Discipline. 
Discipline. And by the way, if you choose discipline, that's a fine word. But just really look at your life. Do some introspection so that your outer inspection will be what you reveal. Outer, is that even a word? Well, well no. it's a word now. There's a word, there is a, there's a word like that. Um, as you say that, uh, I think for everyone, it's going to be like this process is going to like people's mental processes. And this is hard for people to understand. Um, I know that it took me a long time to truly understand everyone's mental dialogue. Some people don't even really have dialogue inside their head. You know, uh, the mental processes are different for me. Um, even as I've considered this sort of thing before, um, and you said you want to talk about this. Uh, the three steps in the book are good. Uh, for me, when I look for a word, I look for a couple things. Uh, obviously, the purpose of this word is to be a focus point. It's something to like bring you back again and again and to help you to grow. So you need a word that does that. And so one thing that I was looking for was a word that really gave me like a response from my heart, that it, it got me excited because yep. it's supposed to motivate you. When I hear roots, that motivates me. Um, Another one is that uh, it gave me room for creativity, right? I can think about roots in multiple different ways. This definitely comes from my uh, background in continental philosophy, where we're like, instead of creating arguments that close things off, you're using words to open up new possibilities. And so roots can be used in multiple different ways. And that's really, that's really powerful so that I can apply it in different situations. Uh, even having that idea of there's a lot of metaphor and creativity in it, um, so that I can apply that when I'm uh, facing a situation. And and then I think really big is that you don't just pick some random like, yeah, it makes me feel good. Uh, it emphasizes the values that are important to me. And I think that's going to connect right. with and, what's from and your And those heart. values will lead you to growth because you don't right. want to just, you, this is not a slap up on the wall and make, feel better about yourself. This yeah. is, you know, because some people have chosen words like patience. So words, and, and they have examples in the book, but like uh trust and then they got cancer right yeah like yeah that that's that's your word your focal point being put on trial you know yeah, i can't imagine like get like, picking trust as your word and then getting cancer is that definitely seems providential no i think and that's i think you know it's really interesting when we started this again we don't script this i did not know the word you were going to say is roots but as I look at your life and where you're trying to be and where you're trying to go and the work you're trying to do and the balance you're trying to find, Roots makes total sense for me. And the funny thing is, a year from now, you may be in a different spot because that's how it is. We were in a different spot. That's why I read those words to you folks. I, don't, I pray that wasn't tedious and boring, but it was, I was in a different spot. And now I'm in a totally different spot where I'm looking to invest now. And you use metaphorical, um, but for the future, and I'm not talking financially. Yeah. Right. That, yeah. That's always part of it. Right. Like in there, but I'm going to invest the long run. And, and so from, uh, I would encourage all of you, as you're looking at the word, just what PJ said, don't go with maybe even a system. They gave you a little system here and you, when you get the book, you can read it, but it's more just really evaluate your life, your heart, your mindset, where you're at. Where do you want to go? What is important? PJ said this. What are your core values? Because they should be revealed in this. Yeah, and I, I love that you're you're saying all this. I think a good thing um, to do is find a word that resonates with you, right? You want something that you can think about for months that will resonate with you, and then 
um, not to go and look for that word in the Bible just in any context, but to find where that word works in context. For So for invest, I think of the parable of the talents. I think of Ecclesiastes, throw your bread upon the water so that it may, after many days, it may return to you. You have scripture passages that then you can like bring to mind when that Going into up. all the world, teach and disciple. I mean, that's investing, investing yeah. in relationships. Uh, for roots, I mean, um, and I think this is where really the reason it resonates with my heart is for years I've been dwelling in um, John 15. I am the vine and you are the branches. And this idea of being, of abiding in Christ. And, uh, you know, I, I just, I've had several conversations about theosis, which is basically... Part, when when Peter talks about participating in the divine nature, which, you know, obviously I can't be like God, omnipotent, omniscient, and those kind of things, but I can be like God in the way that I love. Mm. And that is, and that's by the more that I fellowship with the Trinity, the more that I am, I am transformed. And that's really the root of all things is that I am, I am constantly digging f- deeper into things. I'm digging deeper into the true fellowship that that brings light and life to the world. And that is the the Father, the Son, and Holy Spirit. And so for me, that's really where this originates from. And then you can see how that, uh, I'm, I'm excited about this word. It, it works in a lot of different ways. I'm excited about it from a, a professional standpoint. You know, um, I'm excited about it from a spiritual standpoint and uh, still trying to figure out what kind of exercises I want. I want to have like a, a physical goal this year and I don't know how root supplies to that, well, but give, if it helps uh, the others, it'll be fine. <laughs> pretty, pretty interesting. If you just go back to the basics, you know, what's funny is guys just doing calisthenics, yeah. like stuff, push up, sit ups, like the basics. Yeah. But you know, I'm not telling you what to do with your word. Yeah. <laughs> Here's what I want um, people to really grasp as we have talked about this. Okay. We've, we've given you two examples of what our words, you have a word out there. PJ just talked about, his words also deals with the pruning. And by the way, we do short videos every day. He doesn't know this. I did a video where a guy just shaped a tree and it took a lot of work mm. and it, and there's death to pieces of that tree, Yeah, but there's life to the rest of the tree and it's more beautiful. And God always makes beautiful things. Okay. Yeah. And so let me encourage you all choose a word that is borderline challenging Choose a word that there is some pruning and some work at it. Choose a word that is stretching your mind, but most importantly, stretching your 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 heart out mm. of comfort, and that you would use this word to exalt God in whatever way He has you to. I think it's a great theme, um, a great way as you begin this next year, as we finish up. Uh, Pat podcast for this year. Look for a great one word to set up for the rest of this year for you. Thoughts? I like ending on what you just said. That's great. Folks, choose that one word. And by the way, do this. If you do choose that word, hey, would you do us a favor? I don't know if you, how do you do this? Like on YouTube or can they, hey, I chose this word, whatever. Can they share? They, They can comment that or they could just tag you in a tweet. Tag us in a tweet or, uh, not us, tag. Uh, Pete Weary. I'm not on Twitter because uh, I don't have the temperament for it. Okay. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there we go. Uh, so you could tag me on Twitter. You could make a comment on Facebook. Um, I do. We also do LinkedIn, but throw those in there. Just say, hey, this was good for me. And these are the one words. By the way, again, let me tell you the one word book 
It's by John Gordon, Dan Britton, and Jimmy Page. Um, it's it's not uh, expensive. It's like eleven bucks, and it's and like so, it's like a hundred pages. Yeah, if and that. I and I and I I'll read it in a day, and um, I, I've I've written all my words in the front cover, and I plan on doing that until uh, it's all over. Okay, <laughs> choose that one word. Minds invest. I love my sons. Roots. And um, thank you for this time. All right. Thank you.